friend. I'm going to go ahead and call you friend because I never meet a stranger. My name is Christina and welcome to my closet where we're fixing to get real, raw, and relatable about life. Quick bio, I love Jesus, my family, and people in general. Oh yeah, and making fun videos on TikTok and Facebook. So look me up there and let's be friends under Christina Smith McCulley. I'm a mom of three and in case you didn't pick up on it, I'm from the South. I'm an open book, which sometimes is not a good thing, but it is what it is. Maybe I'll say something that helps you, or maybe I won't. Either way, God gets the glory, because he's given me the gift of gab, and I'm going to use it. Thank you for being here. Okay, so I am in the closet, because that's where I do closet confessions at, and these clothes above my head are getting on my nerves. Like, I can't even fix my hair without them messing it up. That's my husband's shirts. And either they're too long or I'm too tall. But anyways, that's beside the point, I guess. So <laughs> let's talk about addictions. Now that seems like a scary word, right? I mean, that seems like a, like automatically if somebody says, let's talk about addictions. My first thought is, well, I'm not addicted to anything, but mm, really I am. And I have been. And let's talk about it because it seems like a scary word, but it's, I think it's actually a very healing word because it's not until we admit something or bring it out into light for ourselves, or even if God tells us to, you know, admit it to somebody else, that it can begin to start healing because the enemy loves to keep things in the dark um, and dangle it over our head. You know what I mean? Like anything that we're embarrassed about or ashamed about and we don't confess or talk to somebody about he can just beat us up with it because there's nobody to talk back because your brain is programmed to just you know take in information and to process it it's not it's not a program to lift you up you know what I mean like it's not programmed we have to consciously fight back the brain is like a computer info you put in that's the info that's in there so if the info that's been put in or if you're listening to the enemy's voice say you'll always be this way you'll always be addicted you need to be ashamed you need to be embarrassed then it takes conscious effort to fight back to that but if we're just like passive and we just don't acknowledge it or deal with it then he's just steady beating us up so i think it's good to bring it out and to bring it up and to see is there anything that I'm addicted to? Is there anything that God is asking me to lay down? Is there anything that I've put before him? I'm just going to be very honest with you. Like I pray that I will be continuously honest with you. Um, yesterday on TikTok, I put up a TikTok about being addicted to vaping. And honestly, I had kind of just... Um, the word justified it for like the past year you know i it started with i mean i i, I didn't smoke cigarettes before and then switched to vacant baby and it started with like a little girl's trip and we're going to the beach and they're like oh you know like i can remember being in high school and being like oh let's get some cigarettes like you really didn't like it was almost your bad thing to do or something <laughs> i don't even know if that makes sense but <laughs> oh let's get this little electronic cigarette or whatever I guess, I don't know, is that different than vaping? I don't know. Anyways, it tasted good, and it was good, and it did kind of give you like a sense of like relaxation, I guess. So, 
I would just, I mean, I didn't look at it. I did not look at it as this is probably bad for me. Like I, you know, in fact, when a friend of mine was like, that's really bad for you. I'm like, no, she's like, yes, it is. I'm like, no, it can't be bad. It can't be bad for me. It tastes good. But as time went on, God did convict me about, I just, it was something that I wanted all the time. Like, and I would catch myself, you know, sneaking to do it and hiding it and, you know, turning to it for comfort or relief or, or whatever. And like, first thing, you know, they say, you know, first thing you reach for your phone. Well, you're addicted to your phone. First thing I'd reach for would be that like disposable thing, you know, and, and my phone too. But that's another addiction we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about addictions, period. But I'm just kind of, um, confessing mine right now that I'm dealing with. So I watched a TikTok where this girl was like, you know, I'm a Christian influencer and I need to be accountable to myself. I am letting flesh rule over my spirit. And so I was like, okay, that's my sign. Because I knew a couple weeks ago that God told me to tell you or to tell TikTok to tell more than just, you know, a best friend, but to really get it out there to hold myself accountable. So when I saw hers, I was like, okay, I'm going to just put it out there. And I threw them all away. And it's a good thing because I went and found them today. But I threw a lot away because I always wanted some extra. You know, I never wanted to run out. So I kept like two unopened ones extra like all the time. I threw them away. Not just them away, but like made them where they wouldn't work anymore. Like put them in water so I couldn't go in the trash. Not that I think I would have went in the trash because of coffee, beans and everything like that. But still, you know what I mean? I can't really think about that right now. So, um, let's just talk about, like, what is addiction? So, addiction is a substance or a thing or an activity, an intense urge, an obsessive thing that you go after. Now, I've been, I have an addictive personality. I really do. When Sonics moved to Lake Park, which is a little town near me, if you don't know, um, they put a Sonics there and I love cherry limeade and I would drive up there just to get a cherry limeade. Now gas was a lot cheaper then but still it's almost like it controlled me. It was like an obsessive thing and it got to the point where I didn't even like cherry limeade but in my mind it was like this is something I'm doing every day I gotta go do it. You know or like then it would turn I remember not that long ago it was smoothies from the Red Owl and I would drive all the way up there just to get a smoothie. And when I'd be driving home, I would feel really full, really bloated. Like I didn't even like it that much anymore because it had become an an addiction, a routine, an obsessive thought, something that I thought I had to have even though I really didn't like it, which is a lot of addictions. Like, you know, if if I'm addicted to alcohol, I probably, I I know there's been times that I've drank before and that I felt crappy the next day, but yet scared to go without it the night before. So even though it doesn't make you feel good, even though it's not something you enjoy anymore, you, you, it's just become something that you're almost, you think you have to have, like an intense craving. And some are physical. Now, let's talk about the different type, kinds of addictions because some are physical, like your body physically will go through withdrawals if you don't put that in it. And one of them would be, you know, alcohol or nicotine or um certain medications i mean you physically feel bad 
because your body's physically addicted to it. And we also have emotional addictions, okay? Something that you turn to to kind of numb something. I know for me, social media is an emotional addiction. My phone is an emotional addiction. Um, you know, the vape was emotional addiction and physical addiction. You know, it's just things that you feel like, you know, you have to have. Um, so there's mental addictions, which are, I mean, I would, you know, I would say that would be your brain addiction, like, like the smoothie, you know, or the Sonic's cherry limeade. I didn't really go through physical addictions, not having them, but in my mind, it was like, you're doing this every day, you got to do it. And I don't, if you've never dealt with that, it's hard to explain because me saying it out loud sounds ridiculous. Like it sounds ridiculous, but I can remember being in the town that had the smoothies and not really wanting it. But because it was my routine, because it was something I did every time I went to that town, I would get it. Because the fear would be, what if you get on the road and you really want it? Until it came to the point one day where I was like, you don't even like these. You, you don't feel good afterwards. You're going to be okay. Like I had to really talk to myself about, you don't have to have this. Now, physical addictions are ones that... It's almost, we feel like we need to just get rid of that feeling of uncomfort because we don't like to be uncomfortable. So we do the thing that we, to fix that situation. So like if I'm physically withdrawn from nicotine, if I have a little bit of nicotine, it makes me feel better for that moment. But the after effects, same thing with alcohol, drugs, sugar, caffeine, all them physical addictions. You know, you feel like crap when you're detoxing from caffeine, but afterwards like after you get past a detox you do have more energy you do wake up easier you do feel better but going through that detox is rough and so you drink a little caffeine just to get rid of that detox but then you're just basically starting all over again you know you have to I think we have to decide with addiction with a physical addiction what is worth it what is worth it like is it worth going through this discomfort to get to the other side and I know from reading tons of testimonies and my friend telling me this and all that I will feel better when I get to the other side I will have more energy you know because in the beginning it was like well I just like it I can do it because I want to because I like it but then it become dependent my body become dependent on it which become a cycle of anxiety depression addiction need um lack of sleep more you know no energy, so need more sleep, but then not being able to sleep because that nicotine is a stimulant. And so, you know, and then everybody would ask me, does it have nicotine in it? I'm like, I don't know, I guess. I knew it did. But like, I would justify that like, you know, it's not that bad for you or something. You know, okay. Anyways, so emotional addictions like social media and our phone um, or maybe a person. A person could be an emotional addiction like you feel like you have to be around them all of them withdrawals are are just as hard I mean to me and any addiction this whole thing boils down to any addiction for me being that I I feel like I have to have it or I crave it more than I do time with Jesus that's what it would boil down to for me is that what am I going to for my source I can remember one time 
wanting a margarita because I was so stressed out like kids were hyper and all and I made a margarita and then after afterwards I told I told my friend that it was wrong and she was like well it's just one margarita and I was like it wasn't the point that it was the margarita it was the, the point that I turned to it instead of going to prayer or sitting and talking to God about it like I turned to it for stress relief instead of God it wasn't the fact that it was alcohol or what it could have been candy it could have been you know nicotine it could have been anything but anything that I thought that was going to help more than I didn't go to prayer first I didn't even talk to God about it first so to me that's where the problem lies with having an idol or an addiction because idol is anything we place above God anything we want more than God anything that fills the void now I can say that I love God more than my phone or you know more than this vape or whatever but in all reality who do I spend more time with who do I turn around to go get like if I forget now I know God is with us always so it's not like we forget him and we you know turn around and go pick him up but which one will I freak out about I might freak out about not having or I might feel withdrawals okay let's put it this way I might feel a withdrawal from not having nicotine all day or being on social media but do I feel a withdrawal when I don't talk to God all day I do feel long like something's missing but do I feel withdrawn that reminds me what's missing the only way I can, you know, and I'm not trying to condemn anybody. Do not let any of this condemn you at all. This is strictly to bring it to the surface and for us to be able to let God heal it. It is not to condemn at all, I promise. So which one do I, how do I fix that though? You know what I'm saying? Like I can tell you all day that like if I have withdrawals from not having this, not having caffeine or not having nicotine or not having my phone, but I want to have a withdrawal from spending time with God, how do I fix that? Well, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that in just a little bit. Um, you know, I just said, what do I spend my time with? What do I panic if I leave behind? Um, what do I spend my money on? What do I spend my attention on? What has, what have I made an idol in my life? That's really what, you know, idol slash addiction is the same thing. If I'm thinking about it, like, let's just get down to the nitty gritty what do all of these things satisfy self self so so in reality i'm the idol here because if i think about what makes me happy comfortable content satisfied and i automatically think about picking up my phone and scrolling or i automatically think about like you know nicotine or caffeine or sugar or a drink or a person or um, I mean, one time I was addicted to laying out. Like I was like, that's all I wanted to do was get tan. And it become just an obsession with mine. All of this points back to self, don't it? Like all of it points back to self. And right there, instead of it letting that condemn us, let's just confess it and repent. God, I have been putting me first. And I do not want to be first. You are worthy to be first. You have given me everything. You have given me life. You have given me a way to talk to you through Jesus. You have given me eternal life. You have given me victory here on earth. You deserve the praise. You deserve my attention. You deserve my affection. I shouldn't I shouldn't need all this to make me happy. I have you. 
I shouldn't put all this as like an obsession to make me happy. And I hope that if you're listening to this, you understand what I'm saying. That I'm not doing. I'm not saying any of this to condemn you. Um, we are human, and we are going to put self up there. That's how we're born. A baby is born to take the toy away from the other child. You know what I mean? Like that's how we're born. But we want to die again, pick up our cross, and follow Him. Die to self, pick up our cross and follow him. I hope this makes sense that, you know, drinking a Coke is not wrong. Me wanting to get tan is not wrong, you know. <laughs> but what am I, it boils down to what is the motive? What is the motive, I guess, would be what it boiled down to. Am I doing this just to satisfy me? Am I doing it because I need a stress relief? So therefore, am I doing it to make me more attractive or am I just getting out in the sun just to get a little sun you know like it's all about I think the heart motive um why we do the things we do so don't let any of this condemn you just let it maybe bring to light if there is anything that God is asking you or showing you that you are putting before him or that you are turning to before him or that you are using to numb out pain or trauma we have him we don't have to numb out pain and trauma we have him we don't have to go to something else instead of him so let this just bring up you know let let him show you if there is something that you have placed as an idol before him that you have become addicted to that he wants to heal that's i mean that's what jesus went to the cross for to heal us I said, I think the first thing is to, you know, no condemnation about this, but to admit if there is something. To let God show you. And then if he shows you, then then lay it before him. And if he doesn't show you anything, then maybe it's perfectionism that <laughs> is your addiction. <laughs> because I do think we all have something. We all have something that we, you know, in this, that we, is worldly. Um, but no, it might not be anything right now. I'm not trying to say that there's always something, but we do need to make sure there is no pride or ego or perfectionism in there, that we're not, uh, holding on to control, that we're not addicted to being in control. Okay. That we're not addicted to being perfect, that we're not addicted to being self-righteous, that we're not thinking that, oh, well, I, I'm not like them, you know, you know, I'm not like Dr. Pharisees, like, well, I'm not like them, we need to make sure that's not something that God is bringing up. Any, You know, I think that sometimes we get in a, a mindset of, oh, well, the bad ones are the ones that, um, you know, drink and do drugs and blah, blah, blah. Uh, are you addicted to being jealous of someone? Do you, do you hang on to your insecurities too much? Do you, you know, are you envious of people? That's not right. I mean, you know, like let God bring up whatever is a stumbling block between you and him because addiction and idolatry is a straight wall it's a straight wall between us and god because there should be nothing before him that's the very first commandment there's nothing before the very then the commandment that jesus said was you love your lord your god with all your heart all your mind all your soul all your strength all means all it doesn't mean okay but let me love this um nicotine a little bit more let me love this caffeine let me love this sugar more you know so the first thing is, you know, if he brings something up, then accept it. Accept it and talk to it about him.
The second thing is like John 5, 6 says, when Jesus asked the guy at the well, do you want to be made well? Sometimes we don't want to get better because we're comfortable in that pit of addiction. The pit might be black and dark, but it's familiar, right? And getting better is unknown, like like changing and getting rid of what he tells us to get rid of is scary because it's the unknown. The withdrawals, the discomfort, the people that we might have to give up, the um, quick dopamine fix that we're getting from whatever, the numbing that you get from the substance or whatever, all of that is familiar. But think of what you could be gaining. You're not giving anything up. You're gaining more closeness with God, more intimacy with Him, more energy, more um, help, more time, more money. Whatever it is that He's asking you to give up is never to hurt you. Never. It is only to help you. It's only to grow you. It's only to grow your faith, to grow your walk. It's never to hurt us. Even though we, we don't like the discomfort at the moment, you know, it's still never to hurt us. Have you ever had an addiction that you feel like that you were a literal slave to? I mean, that's to me what addictions feel like. Like when I told you about the smoothie, like I felt like I could not be in Lake Park without getting one. It was weird. It was weird when I think back. But I was a slave to that. You know, like I had to have it. Like I will do anything to go get it. I will drive to go get it. Just the same thing with a vape. Like I will think about when can I go to the bathroom by myself so I can hit it you know whatever that sounds like I'm anyways um so John eight thirty six says that the son sets free you're free indeed like we are to be a slave to nothing if we are in Christ except him like he got rid of that sin bondage at the cross and once we accept him as our savior then that means we are not in bondage to sin anymore which also means we shouldn't be in bondage to anything, anything. Caffeine, sugar, food, drugs, alcohol, nicotine, our phone, a person, um, a habit, a mindset. We shouldn't be enslaved to anything except wanting to be with Jesus, wanting to get to know him more. One of the main things that really is hard whenever we're thinking about a habit or an addiction is we honestly like I mean I think I'm pretty sure I've said this I can't go without it I can't give it up well that I can't falls into all kind of other areas of our life like and for me it's very easy to say I can't do that I can't I can't give that up I can't do that but that's that is a lie what does the word say? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And whenever I take one step at a time, from glory to glory to glory, one step at a time, and use Jesus' strength to conquer something, it will give me the um, strength and the, what's that thing called? Uh, it'll give me the, I don't know the word, motivation. <laughs> to know the next thing that he asked me to do that I can do that too but if I keep saying I can't about everything then there's no motivation it's just like a circle of like defeat I can't do that and so I don't and then I feel defeated and it just keeps on going or okay 
Let me work with God and do that. He helps me. I'm successful. That gives me motivation to for the next thing that he asked me to do to be able to do that. It's just it's both circles and cycles. If right now you are struggling and God has brought up into something in your mind that you he wants you to give up for him, that you have made an idol, that you are addicted to, that you've made an idol, and he's asking you to lay it down. What is what is your thoughts? Like, I can't do that. I can't give that up. I want you to think about instead of what you're giving up, what you're gaining. If he's asked you to give up something, I want you to think about what you're gaining. Are you going to gain a closer walk with him? Are you going to gain more energy? Are you going to gain more money? Are you going to gain um, more control? Are you going to gain um, whatever it may be? I want you to think about what you're gaining instead of what you're giving up. And that is what is going to help me and you when we're going through the withdrawal process. What am I gaining? What am I gaining? And here's some things that maybe might help you um, whenever you're going through the withdrawal process of whatever it is. Replace that bad habit with a better habit. So a bad habit of turning to what sugar nicotine maybe try to go on a walk now this i shouldn't even be saying this because i am not one to go on a walk i don't you know what let's just be honest i don't know what the answer is (laughs) it all boils down to that we have a god-shaped hole in our heart and anything that we try to fill with that besides god will leave us feeling short okay it'll leave us short it will never feel us like god will any kind of idle addiction substance that we think we need that we cannot live without will never fulfill us that person won't fulfill you that relationship won't fulfill you that substance won't fulfill you that food won't fulfill you that amazon cart won't fulfill you i mean listen i have been addicted to shopping on amazon i would shop just to fill that void it will not fulfill us it will not fulfill us so that's the main that's just what it boils down to what do i want to be filled more with what do i want to be filled more with okay i'm just going to end this here because i don't like to go over 25 minutes i don't but i could talk all day about this in my mind i don't know if i could talk about it here without rambling but you know what i'm just going to pray for you let me just let's, let's just pray okay father Thank you. Thank you that we're able to come to you and talk about this, that we don't have to feel fearful that you're not going to understand or that you're going to be mad at us. We know that we can come boldly to the throne and talk to you. And I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful that you put the hole in my heart that only you could feel. And I'm sorry for looking for other things to feel it. I'm sorry for turning to other things to feel that hole when you're the only thing that can feel it. You are enough. I'm satisfied in you. Father, I just need to slow down my mind and remind myself that. I need to slow down my thinking to remind myself that you are it. You're all I need. You're enough. And in you, I find complete satisfaction. And surrendering to you is honoring you. I want to honor you. You deserve that. You, you are worthy of all my praise. And I just thank you that 
I have a, that I'm able to have a relationship like that, that I don't have to build an altar or go somewhere or have someone go to you to talk to me. Like, I, like I'm able to talk to you, God. I just thank you for that. I love you and I praise you. And I thank you for your son. And I thank you for, through him, I can do all things. And I thank you for that grace, that powerful grace that helps us beat any addiction or any kind of idolatry that we put before you that you do forgive us and that your mercy and grace is there and that you give us the power with you to beat that thank you for that grace thank you for that mercy thank you for your son that made a way this is in his name we pray amen and amen thank you so much for listening remember find me on social media at christina smith mccully on all platforms My prayer is that this episode helps you and your walk with Christ. Podcasts are uploaded every Sunday, and if you hit that subscribe or follow show button, you'll receive a notification. Have a great week, friend.